Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash elevate and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It is that easy, for real. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash elevate. Now let's get to this week's episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja, Chris McPeak, will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how you can incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you are in the right place. Here's your host, author, educator, and karaoke queen, Chris McPeak. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Elevate Your Eight. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and thank you so much for downloading this week's episode. Um, Today, I'm excited to talk to another friend. That seems to be a theme here. I like talking to my friends because they're fun people and they have really good information about stuff like this. So today, my guest is Chris Corral. He is a researcher. He is a musician. He is a runner and a running coach. And I'm hearkening back to when I was on the Food Heals podcast and Allison Melody asked me how I managed to do everything that I do in my life. So Chris, how do you do it? Well, a lot of it, uh, it, I'm I'm fed by my passions uh, very much. So essentially, I spend uh, a lot of time and attention thinking about doing things and I just I'm involved in what I like doing. So um, that, that, mo- that motivation is how I start with um, trying to figure out how to organize everything. So that's a beautiful so it's all, it's all, Yeah, it's all, all intention. It's all just trying to think, oh, I want to be involved. So that's how I do it. All right. So let's go back to the beginning. Um, let's tell everybody um, where you're from, how you got into the things that you're into, and then we'll just kind of take it from there. Sure. Okay. Well, I grew up in the LA area. Um, and, uh, um, what you are bringing me on to the, um, to this show, uh, for is how I involve music and running. Um, so, uh, my, uh, I've done 10 marathons, uh, and marathon training is really, um, it's a long, it, it takes, some time out of your day in order to uh, not just run, but also recover and, um, and, you know, do like strength training and things that are uh, also a part of, um, you know, the, the running, but not necessarily the run itself. Um, So I started, I mean, I've always been active and my parents always had me in a lot of different activities. So um, I've never really been, um, I've never had the experience of being sedentary, which is great. Um, so you would come home from school and you would, and you would do things. Yeah. So, uh, credit to my parents. And then, um, music was something it was, 
I, when I listen to music, I always, you know, I mean, you tap your finger or, you know, you, you kind of nod your head. Uh, some people dance. Uh, so I've always wanted to be involved with making music. Um, it was always something that I uh, wanted to participate along with. So sing-alongs, and then I loved guitar, so I wanted to learn guitar. And then when I was in bands, um, then I wanted to learn other instruments. Um, as a guitar player, the best way to get into a band is to play bass because there's, a, you know, guitar players are a dime a dozen, not so many bass players. So I learned that way. And then, um, but I was driven by what I loved listening to, which was great bass players, uh, funk music, that kind of stuff. So then I tried to uh, get better at that. Um, and then when I, um, I had a, I wasn't running so much. I was just running for fitness. And then uh, as I um, went through college, I learned, um, I went to Cal State Long Beach and I got a degree in kinesiology. So I, I know about the human body. I wanted to go into, um, I wanted to go into uh, therapy, uh, like physical therapy. And um, so I ended up finding my cool researcher job and I love it and I wanted to continue with it. So I stayed there, but I always wanted to be involved in um, sports in some way. So being able to run um, was, you know, I mean, all sports involve running. Uh, and then at some point doing the, um, uh, distance running was something that I was introduced to by my friend Dolly, who brought me on to team and training. And then through team and training, um, my coaches kind of gave me a schedule to follow. And then I realized that pretty much all your, um, what marathoning did was it, it, it told me that your uh, if you take smaller chunks of of things. Um, so say for instance, you don't have to train for 26 miles to, uh, you have to train for two miles and then you train for three miles and then you train for five miles. And then eventually you'll get to the point where you're, you know, you're, you're saying to yourself, Oh, I only have to do 10 miles. You know, that's pretty right? magnificent. So <laughs> anyhow, so that's kind of how, uh, everything started out. I was introduced by, um, by people to the activities that I did, you know, it's learning. And then from that point on, I just, um, I just took it on myself and I love running. I love music. I want to participate in it all the time. Um, my, my day job, I work at, um, Abbott, which is a, a large company. My division does the, um, we, uh, research, um, device, medical devices, so implantables, so things like pacemakers, wow. uh, um, uh, artificial valves. Um, so it's a really cool job, and it keeps me like thinking about that, which is great. And then when I go home, I think about music, or I think about running, or I think about music while I'm running. <laughs> right. So walk me through walk me through the day. Do you have a morning or an evening routine that allows you to incorporate? The, these passions into the day before you get to work and then when you come home from work? Because I'm assuming that you work like 8 to 4.30, 9 to 5-ish. Right, yeah. right. So um, you wake up at 5.30 and you get a run-in. And then, um, so I'm, it depends. Uh, my goal right now is to do uh, four consecutive days of 10 miles. Uh, In the morning before yet. work. In the, in the morning before work. Okay. Um, so 
that takes a little bit of time. Um, then after that's done, you, uh, you know, get ready for work, you go into the office. And then once that's done, uh, you get home. And then uh, depending on what my, um, depending on what my uh, activity is. So sometimes it's, you know, uh, tomorrow night, I'm getting together with a friend, he's got a friend giving um, that he's doing, and uh, he wants to play a couple of songs. So we're going to cool. rehearse that. Um, you know, if I'm, uh, I'm always learning uh, myself, and I'm always trying to work on stuff. So I pretty much set aside at least 30 minutes. Um, I, I think one of the things for learning guitar and what I've taught my students um, is you, it, it's much more advantageous to play five minutes every day than spend an hour once a week. It's, you know, because you want to sort of maintain the thought process rather than, so I try to set aside a few minutes a day just to kind of noodle and, you know, maybe work on something that I've been thinking of or, um, you know, trying to go towards. So that's a really, that's a really cool concept. And I, it, it probably works across the board, not just with music. Um, any yeah. skill that you're trying to develop. And, and I love that you bring that up because I think sometimes we get stuck in the whole, like if I'm going to learn something, I have to in, in, uh, invest an incredible amount of time into learning it and getting it done. But you make a really good point that as long as you're doing a part of it each, each day, um, it is more advantageous and, and will lean to better learning of the, the objective, if you will. Um, so right. then I've actually what's interesting, like, like kind of taking just a like, thing of that is that, so when I've done like learning drums, for instance, um, a lot of the drums that like, you know, it's just patterns, right? So I actually learn a lot by playing air drums, not a kit oh, in front of me, but if yeah. I sit in front of a kit, then I'll just put the, um, there's like less time needed to actually put the, uh, to get your motor programming you have to put the sound to the mo the motion so okay. you start off and you do it a little bit and then your brain recognizes this is what it should sound like and then you're good to go but i've already done that mo that movement programming before i've actually sat on the drum kit do you work on a variety of different instruments daily or do you sort of focus on like in the week, like, oh, this week I want to focus on guitar and next week I'll focus on bass. Do you do that? Or do you said noodle? Do you noodle daily with different things? Yeah. Uh, so what's interesting. So, uh, and this might not sound too safe, but I actually do a lot of my drum noodling in my car. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you and steer so with your elbows. No, I mean, the, like, <laughs> so typically what'll happen is, is that like I've got one hand that's holding the, the steering wheel. So typically my left hand and then my other, oh, actually I'll both, I can have them both. And so the movement programming is essentially just, you know, you're, you're thinking about, I want to do, you know, um, a pattern where I'm hitting one, two, three, you know, and just different ways that, that you could think of. Um, and also I'm listening to music. So it's pretty, you know, it's going along with that. So. Are you listening to your band's own stuff or are you listening to musical influences who you admire? Or both? Uh, mostly, well, both. Uh, if I'm listening to my band stuff, it's because I'm listening to my 
I like, so I re actually record it with my, you know, my setup, my mic setup and stuff yeah. like that. And so I'm listening to the mix and trying to figure out um, how the mix can work. So, so I'm always thinking, I mean, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, I'm, I, I've, you know, when, when I get into work, then I'm thinking about work stuff. And then if I'm looking at spreadsheets or, you know, doing something that's kind of a little bit more mundane, then I'm, I'm listening to music and, you know, that's sort of like my music thing. And then when I get home, uh, if I hadn't run that morning, then I go on a run. So um, another thing that I wanted to talk about with the run part um, is yeah. essentially I have, so your schedule kind of you just you you set up a schedule before right so you have your goal of whatever the race is and then you have a schedule and you you say okay i need to either you know take off time from the morning or or in the evening but you essentially just you set it aside so and you have to um the, another thing that i wanted to talk about is that you want to know what you you need to know what you want to deprioritize all right what's going to take you need to know hit? what you want to deprioritize is what you said yes Okay. That's correct. Explain that to me a little further. Okay. So um, if I need to meet up with a friend of mine, uh -huh. they're going to have to wait until I run. Got it. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes if I'm, if I'm in a marathon, uh, if, I'm in a, if I'm training for a marathon, sometimes my guitar playing needs to take a hit. I, you can't do everything. And so um, I try to get a little bit at a time, so let the five minutes, but at some point, sometimes that needs to take the hit. So yeah. you, have to, you have to adjust based on where your priority is. So, okay, that makes me think of something else. Now, we're about at the end of 2018, 2019's around the corner. So what I'm, what I'm curious about is, do you look at the framework of a whole year and say, okay, this year I'm gonna do these races, for myself, I'm going to do this with team and training. I'm going to do this with the band. Or do you kind of just let it organically happen? Find a race, find a training group, and then and then schedule from there. Um, I so I try to keep my activities consistent. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I'm running all the time, okay. uh, and that just happens just because I love running. And then I'm always I'm always playing. I'm always uh, um, like music, right? So. Um, so say for instance, last year, um, I wanted to, so I wanted, I decided in January, I wanted to take 2018 and release something. And, uh, we're about a few days away from the end of that. I don't have anything to release yet. I'm, I might still be able to, um, but, uh, that, that happened because there were, um, there were certain things, uh, that happened with friends of mine, uh, because I, when you're in a band, uh, you have other people that, you know, also have different priorities, etc. So, um, I've been playing and working on my own, my own com compositions as well. Um, so, but I thought in the, in the beginning of the year, I want to do this. And so I tell my friends, I tell, you know, it's like, Hey, yeah. let's, let's do this thing. And that, you know, I, I put it out into the universe. I put it out into my own, my mindset. So then I think, okay, I don't really look at the months and think, okay, if I do this here, this year, that might actually be something that I, I could in incorporate, but um, I typically tend to make it happen a little bit more organically with the exception of marathon planning. Okay. Um, so typically, 
typically I'm, I, I keep trying, I try to keep my running hot uh, at like a pretty high um, uh, capacity so that if there were a race, then I would be able to jump in. But at some point, yeah, uh, like, so I'm thinking about the potential of doing LA marathon. So at some point I can't, I have to get off the fence and I have to actually create the right. schedule and go according to the schedule, but it's very race specific. Mm-hmm. Um, the only half marathons are less race specific, or less, uh, less time specific. Okay. So LA is like middle March, right? Yes. So that'd be roughly a three month training period for you if you went down that road? Uh, about, yeah. Um, so if I'm keeping consistent, then I'm hitting my, uh, my top mileage would be, uh, I would be getting up anywhere between 10, 20, uh, uh, miles at a, at a time. Okay. Um, now before we started rolling, you mentioned several different groups that you play with, and there were a bunch of different names to all of those bands. So I'm, I'm curious too, like, do those go in organic phases? Like if you think, well, with trunk, I want to do this. So I'm going to reach out to them when I have this on my mind, but then with another group, they might come to you like how does that get navigated because i'm assuming that they're all different groups of people that you're playing with in these different um musical iterations right so um it is organic because you have to you have to take into account what uh someone else's life is presenting to them uh so there were in both cases there were some major family things that happened and in the process that was just something that I had to navigate and what I did in order to um, kind of go forward with it was I just started composing on my own um, because I'm a multi-instrumentalist. I, I'm able yeah. to do that. And so, um, so I work on music regardless. And then when they're able to come around, then that's great. And if not, then I'm still working. Um, what would you say is your musical style? Are you, a, a rock artist? Are you a funk artist? Is or do you have like your own genre that you're trying to create? It's mainly, it's mainly rock. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, it's. I mean, everybody's so they've got so many different types of iterations of, of yeah. uh, music. So at this point, I just say, hey, it's rock, and you know, whatever you want to, however you want. I mean, I like heavy stuff, so yeah. Um, you know, you you either do like heavy stuff. I also like jazz. I also like, um, you know, all kinds of different stuff. So it just, there's a lot of influences. Yeah. The, the framework is rock. I've gotten to the place where I don't, I feel like I can't watch the Grammys anymore. And a lot of it is because there's so many different categories. There's country bluegrass alternative and there's spoken word. All I don't know. There's just, it drives me nuts. I can't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you some of your biggest influences. I know that when we, you know, visited outside of, you know, Ironman trips and other travels that we've had together, we, um, we found that we like a lot of the same music, or at least we're familiar with a lot of mm-hmm. You're the only other person I know right. that knows the lyrics to parents just don't understand, which makes me really happy. Um, but so, yeah. So who were you, your biggest musical influences when you were when you were deciding you wanted mm. to make music? Uh, my dad and my brother. Um, so when uh, my dad introduced me to 
um, the Beatles, uh, Jimi Hendrix, and then um, Led Zeppelin, Stevie Wonder. Uh, and then we would go to parties and I would hear all the awesome funk music that everybody was dancing to. Cool. And then, um, yeah, my, my computer's going to die. I didn't, I didn't plug it in. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then my brother, uh, introduced me to Guns N' Roses and he started listening to like new wave and I just kind of kept the rock thing. Um, Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses. And then, um, I got into metal like Metallica and then Incubus actually kind of pulled me from the metal thing and they were doing this sort of like funk hybrid. And then I got into Chili Peppers and I started playing bass and then that started me on this like other, um, so I had um, between Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Incubus are probably, oh, and, and Zeppelin are probably the, the main core of where I get my most, most of my inspiration. Cool. So then go back to running for a second. And we're going to end the, the show pretty soon because my timer went off already. Um, but I wanted to ask you, um, you've qualified for Boston multiple times, but have you actually run it? I've run it twice. You've run it and the twice. Second time, yeah, and the, sec, uh, the second qualification, I actually qualified in Boston. So You qualified in Boston for Boston again. Yes. That's mm-hmm. super cool. So then since you've already done Boston, which tends to be the you know, bucket list race for a lot of runners, do you have another race on your mm-hmm. list that would be like the penultimate running experience for you? You're shaking. No, your head. No. <laughs> no, mainly, no, mainly it's, it's for, for me, I, what I want to do is do a race well. Well, I can admire <laughs> that. Absolutely. That's very cool. Yeah. It's actually taking, yeah, it's taking any of the local races and then, and then, you know, running it and doing a better job of running it rather than thinking about, uh oh, oh, we lost him. Um, while we figure out there what happened to Chris Corral, I would like to tell you once again about today's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash elevate and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It is seriously that easy. Go to audible.com forward slash elevate to get started today. So why Audible, you might ask? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. For example, I'm looking at my app right now, which is full of super cool titles like You Are a Badass Every Day by Jen Sincero, Will It Fly by Pat Flynn, and let's see, Nice Girls Don't Get the Corner Office by Lois P. Frankel. So download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash elevate. Get your free audiobook and free 30-day trial right now. Now back to the show. Let's see if Chris came back. Did he? Let's see. Okay, we're back. That little snafu is fixed. Um, Chris, do any of your bands have anything coming up for the holidays? Any performances? We're in the LA area, so are you doing anything fun? Yeah. No, actually. So um, mainly right now, the main focus for each of the um, bands that I'm 
currently in uh, is mainly just recording. And uh, it's really difficult because I, I'm in an apartment and uh, all of my, so my two friends that I'm mainly uh, attached to both have, um, you know, houses with attached garages, et cetera, which is great, but I have all the gear. So it's like, I oh. have to constantly move stuff. So, um, so that, that's also another kind of thing where um, what I did was essentially just set up different. So there's a recording setup at each of those places so that I can go there and then, um, and then just kind of work on um, uh, the gear that, that I've left there. Got it. Okay. So we're going to end the show now, but I have to ask you the question. I ask all my guests, um, as, as you know, so well in empire records, Liv Tyler informs us towards the beginning of the movie that there are 24 usable hours in every day. So if you woke up tomorrow and suddenly had a 25th hour, how would you spend that hour? Half of it running and half of it playing music. <laughs> <laughs> Could you run and play a guitar at the same time? That would be a really cool way to do a marathon. I haven't tried, but you can always run and sing. That, that's true. You can do that. All right. Half an hour of music, a half an hour of running, or maybe you'll try the hour of both, which I want to be there when you right. do. That'd be really cool. I've seen people like that <laughs> juggle like for a whole marathon or they dribble a basketball for a whole race. I never, yeah, that that's yeah. fascinating. I bet you would like be the first one Ooh, or, or maybe not. If, if anyone's out there and they have <laughs> run a marathon while playing a guitar, Chris and I would like to know that very much. Um, okay. Please. So I'm going to ask you one more thing before we close, because we have had a offline conversation about holiday movies and I want to do a bonus episode with, um, my friend Doug and my sister and with you. So you'll come back and do the holiday episode show, right? I would love to. Okay, good. We're working on it. Hopefully we're going to make that happen next week. Um, but okay. for now, uh, we're going to sign off here and I want to thank my good friend, Chris Corral for joining us today and telling us how he manages all the passions in his life it's so exciting to talk about stuff like that and how you make time for it all so um we'll be back next week with another truly fascinating episode and elevators now i am out of here for real okay